This is episode 21 of Essential Oils by Design. listening to Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Roz Isbell and Nani Chisire, and there's three things that we're both passionate about, essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hi, Nani. Hi, Roz. Today, Nani, we're going to be talking about the sacral, the sacral and getting in touch with your sacral, especially if you're a generator and what you can do if you're not a generator to have generators eating out of the palm of your hand. Yeah, sacral sessions are one of my favorite things about human design because definitely if you're a generator, a manifesting generator, you don't even need to know much about your chart to start living more true to yourself. The sacral session is really getting in touch with your authentic self and like making decisions based on what's right for you. And it's trusting and listening to your gut instead of your head. And so it's this process where you can like start to trust that gut feeling and not just your thinking so that you can communicate with your body to know what's right for you. It's, it's more of like a practice, a doing, and it's not that we're going to like dump a bunch of information on you. It's actually very, very simple. And it just sorts through the clutter and it gets right to the clarity that you're looking for. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And this show is not just for generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. I hope you're still listening because you have a lot to learn from this show. You guys live in a generator world. And if you know how to make a generator work for you, if you know how to get the best out of the generators in your life, your life will be so much easier. So hang in there, non-sacral types, because you will learn a lot from this show as well. I would say as a parent as well, you may likely have a generator child and this tool itself has been a game changer having my own generator kids. So yeah, great for parents too. yeah. And Nani's got some great tips on how to make life easier with generator kids. And I'm going to make sure that she tells us all about that before the end of the show. So how do you tell if you're a generator? Probably first and foremost, it will say on your human design chart. And by the way, we haven't said this for a while. If you don't have a human design chart and you want to know where to get one from, go to mybodygraph.com and grab a human design chart and you can get as many as you like. You can get them done for all of your family. Now, if you look at that human design chart and you see that it has a red square as the shape second from the bottom, if it's colored in red, that means you're looking at a generator person, a generator type. So when we talk about generators, we're talking about two types. We're talking about the pure generators and we're talking about the manifesting generators. And both of these types have this unique ability to get clarity for themselves by asking themselves or getting other people to ask them yes or no questions. Yeah, it's really about getting in touch with this 
vibrational frequency that makes a sound in our bodies and it's this uh-huh or uh-uh and we we are born to respond that way and i actually learned about human design early enough that i've been able to test this with my kids and i asked my daughter and it's when they turn about 4 or when kids turn about 4 probably when you turn about 4 years old you start not using the sound as much and some of it just comes from society telling you like it's not polite to like say uh-huh and uh-uh or you just start responding yes or no like the people around you because adults usually respond that way and it's okay to respond yes and no once you kind of understand this process but when you're first starting it's really about that vibrational frequency and it helps you get clarity and the other thing that it does is it helps you commit to whatever you're trying to get clarity about because your body is into it. So if you are saying yes to something and you're saying, "Uh uh-huh, then your whole being is like ready to do whatever that is. It's not like your head is saying yes and your body's like, I really meant no. So this really cuts right through. So if you ask a generator an open-ended question, like, how are you doing? The generator might go in their head and be like, oh, I don't know, this morning I woke up and I was really tired, but then I had coffee and I was good. And then like, so they're going all all over their heads and thinking about how they're feeling. And then they'll probably spit out fine or whatever (laughs) the standard response is. But if you ask a generator, are you doing well or are you okay? You're going to be able to tell if they're like, yes, but then they're like, yes. (laughs) And that's really, you you can just tell what's going on with them based on these yes or no answers. It's just a really fascinating process to me. Yeah, it is. So Nani, how about we talk about what a sacral session looks like and what we need to do to prepare ourselves to ask ourselves yes, no questions. Now, this is going to sound like a bit of a procedure. And in actual fact, once you know how to do this, it's, it's almost instantaneous. There's, there's no process about it. it. It's as natural as, as breathing once you understand how to do it. But it's important that you understand why. And as Nani was saying, you know, this is really a primal response. This is something that the generator types have been doing since humans have been humans. And It's actually to do with the connection between the sacral and the throat, the physiological connection. So it's in our gut. That's where the sacral is. The sacral is our gut. So, you know, you've heard the expression, you know, what does your gut say? Oh, my gut's telling me I should do this. I feel it in my, I feel it in the pit of my stomach. I know this is right. That is a generator telling you about a sacral response that they're having. And only generator types have access to consistent energy in this type. So 30% of us, 30% of the population don't actually have their own gut response. They have other ways of making decisions, but it's the generators who have this ability to ask themselves yes or no questions and get in touch with their gut by having a response come out of their mouth. And even sometimes it's not even an out-of-their-mouth response. Sometimes it can be more of a physical response, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later on. So what we need our generators to do is to get out of their heads. You've probably heard us saying that heads are terrible places for making decisions. 
for all types. Heads are wonderful for thinking with, heads are wonderful for processing data, for storing data, for you know mucking around with thoughts. Heads are amazing, but they are terrible at making decisions with. The, the sacral for generator types is the place to make decisions. And what we do is we get out of our heads, we ask yes, no questions, and we respond with either an aha uh-huh or an uh-uh, depending on whether it's a yes or whether it's a no. Now, there is an exception to this. For some of us, particularly those of us who have the channel 3420 defined, it can be really difficult to say uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh. That can actually be a little bit slow. The 3420 is a direct connection between the sacral and the throat. And those people are going so fast that a yep or a nope or a uh uh-uh really, really fast reactions can be the correct response for them. But for most of us, for most of us generator types, aha uh-huh or aha uh-uh is the sound we're looking for. And I just, I want to clarify something that maybe we'll touch on it even more at the end, but all generators and manifesting generators, this is the first thing that helps you get clarity. But when you see in your authority, if it says emotional, it just means that you need to have clarity as a uh-huh over time so that you're emotionally clear that that is still an uh-huh over your emotional wave or maybe in easier terms like say over a week you've said uh-huh to the thing like three times or something so that you are for sure really want to do that thing. Speaking as someone who is emotionally defined, let's do it now, Nani. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally against my totally against my authority. But while we're here, let's talk about it. What it feels like is you need emotional clarity. So you need time. And, and look, sometimes it's you just need to sleep on it. Sometimes you need a couple of days and sometimes you do need a week. Sometimes you need longer than a week. But you know when it's correct for you. You know when it's right for you to make this big decision you know we're talking about making a decision which involves spending an amount of money that is going to make an impact on you you know if a hundred dollars is a lot of money to you then you need to wait through your emotional wave before you spend a hundred dollars so that's the way that it works and sometimes like I said sometimes it's just a matter of sleeping on it you get up the next day and you go yes I know Uh uh-huh that is right for me you need to wait through your emotional wave and sometimes the emotional wave takes a long time and sometimes it doesn't it's just going to depend and you will know you will have that that kind of click that kind of feeling it's it is a feeling that it is absolutely right and that you have waited long enough we're going to get into an example and actually ask each other yes or no questions and kind of show you how the process works but the reason why it's so important for generators to learn about this is because their strategy is to wait to respond and then do the things that spark joy and that light them up. And so if you're answering from your head, and I know this from experience for many years, mm. you might say yes to something because you thought that it was the right thing. You, you might have even made a pros and cons list with your head and you're like, yes, I want to do this. But your body was like, no, I don't want to do this. And you went ahead and did it anyway, and you might do this multiple times or make multiple commitments, and eventually you get burned out because you've made these decisions 
without the true clarity from yourself that you actually wanted to do them. So I feel very passionate about teaching people about this so that they can follow the things that actually make them happy and light them up and give them more energy instead of taking energy away. Absolutely. Your sacral knows what is right for you, energetically speaking. Your sacral knows if something is correct for you and it knows if something is not correct for you. And if you go around ignoring your sacral when you're a generator type, as Nani says, you will burn out. You will go the hard way with everything. You'll take the difficult route. You will find things mess up. You will find things take much longer than they should. You'll be tired all the time. You're a generator. You know, it's amazing what you can actually do when you're a generator that you're not supposed to do. But life isn't meant to be like that. And your sacral shows you how to make it easy by giving you the answers that are correct for your body, that are correct for you. Yes, exactly. We're going to talk about just a few essential oils right now because when you're going into this, especially at the beginning, it might be good just to have some of these oils to either ground you or make you a little more open to surrendering to this or just letting things flow through you. I will give you one that I love, Balance is the grounding blend. It's doTERRA's grounding blend, but you can find a grounding blend or grounding oils. Usually the wood oils are very grounding. So you could put some of that on or just smell it before you're starting your first practice sacral session. (laughs) Of course, we're basically doing sacral sessions all day long, all the time, (laughs) once you understand this. But if you're listening to us right now, as we ask each other questions, answer uh uh-huh, uh-uh for yourself and just kind of feel what it feels like to answer. And Roz has some ideas too for essential oils. Yeah, one I really like is wintergreen. And wintergreen is the oil of surrender. So if you're one of those types that find this whole concept a little difficult to get your head around, perhaps you have a defined head and ajna, and this is really asking you to to take a bit of a leap, then wintergreen is an amazing oil for helping you to surrender to what is. So take a few deep breaths of wintergreen or perhaps pop it in your diffuser with a couple of other oils and you can make your own blend up as long as it's got wintergreen in it or you can use some of the others that I'm going to suggest. Cilantro is another one which can help with releasing control. It can help you to get rid of what's holding you back One of my favorites, and I know it's also a favorite of Nani's, is Cypress. Cypress can help you to get into the flow. And when you are listening to Nani and I doing sacral sessions, you will understand why flow is important because you do get into a flow state when you're doing it correctly. So Cypress can really help you to get there. Rosemary is another really nice essential oil for helping you to adjust to new ways. And for a lot of you who've never done this before, this is very much a new way. But it's a new way that if you continue with will make such massive change in your life. So rosemary helps with transition and with change. So have a look at those oils when you're thinking of doing a sacral session with yourself or helping someone else with a sacral session. So Nani, how about we get on with this? So the key to like Roz is saying to doing the sacral session is to kind of get in the flow. So I don't ask the questions right away 
that you're trying to get answered, just some simple questions that could be fun or just even so basic that it's like, are you wearing a certain color shirt today? So I'm going to just ask Roz a couple of basic questions just so you can kind of see, and then maybe we could talk about it a little bit. And then I'll put the same questions in with a more specific question that we want answers to. Yeah, I'll just kind of show you how it goes. And then Roz can do the same thing for me. So Roz, can you just put all the awareness out of your head and into your sacral now? Uh-huh. So what we're going to do is have her answer all the questions in uh-huh or uh-uh. And if you're listening along, try to answer these questions too because they, they may apply to you. Well, you can always answer yes or no to whatever question that I have. <laughs> so, okay. Are you ready, Roz? Uh-huh. Do you like chocolate? Uh-huh. Do you like coffee? Uh-huh. Do you live in Australia? Uh-huh. Do you have three children? Uh-uh. Okay, so that's just a few basic questions. Did you hear how it's like a vibrational sound, uh-huh, or uh-uh, that she was responding with? So I'm going to ask the same basic questions again, but then I'm going to pretend that she's asked me if she needs to exercise more for her health and if so, what does she need to do? Is that a good one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an embarrassing one, but yeah. It's a okay. Good one. Okay. We can do a different one. Um, no, 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 no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Let's try. Do it. Okay. Nothing to lose. <laughs> I need, I, I kind of, I've got to get out of my head because this might not, what I'm thinking is going to be the answer might not be the case, but I yeah. know the answer. But anyway. All right. Raz, can you get out of your head and into your sacral? Uh-huh. So now I'm going to try asking those simple questions and then go a little bit deeper into just questions about how Roz is feeling. So Roz, are you ready to get out of your head and into your sacral? Uh-huh. Are you ready for the questions? Uh-huh. Do you like chocolate? Uh-huh. Do you like coffee? Uh-huh. Do you live in the United States? Uh-uh. Is it winter where you are? Uh-uh. Do you feel good? Uh-huh. Do you get enough exercise? Uh-huh. Do you get enough sleep? Uh-huh. Do you drink too much coffee? Uh-huh. Do you want to drink less coffee? Uh-huh. Do you get enough relaxation? Uh-uh. Do you need more relaxation? Uh-huh. Do you know how you can get more relaxation? Uh-uh. Do you know how to find out what you need to do to relax? Uh-huh. So with that, we found out she's feeling pretty good about her body, but she needs to relax more. And when you do sacral sessions, I don't necessarily, as the question asker, need to know the answer, but I could tell by the end of that that she knew what she needed to do to figure out how to relax more. And it's so interesting, Nani, because if you had have asked my head if I got enough relaxation, I would have said yes, absolutely. And the other interesting response was when you asked me if I drink too much coffee, my head would have jumped in and said no, because I only have one cup a day, but coffee's not good for me and my body knows it. So I drink this one cup of coffee a day as my little you know, gift to myself, or perhaps it's not a gift. Perhaps it's, I'm actually doing damage to myself by having even one cup, but my body knows it's not good for me. And that's why it said, uh-uh, to that question. I didn't want it to say, uh-uh, but when you're out of your head and in your sacral, you've got no choice. You say what comes out of your mouth. 
And if you know, if you can feel it's a surprise, if the answer is a surprise, then you know you're on the right track. So Nani, I'm just going to ask a whole lot of yes, no questions because I think sometimes people can get stuck in what good practice yes, no questions are. And so we're just going to go and people can answer yes, no, and get in the flow of these questions. So I'm probably going to ask you about 20 yes, no questions, the answers to which don't matter, nobody cares. But follow along with us if you can. Now, I'll start out slowly and I'll probably get it quite a bit faster because you will start to feel the flow. And if you're not in the flow, stop the podcast, rewind it and try again, maybe grabbing some cypress essential oil or maybe some cilantro or some wintergreen so that you can let go and let the sacral take over. So Nani, can I ask you to get out of your head and put all of your awareness into your sacral? Uh Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like green peas? Uh Uh-uh. Do you like broccoli? Uh Uh-uh. Do you like where you live? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like going to the beach? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like swimming? Uh Uh-uh. Do you like sand between your toes? Uh Uh-huh. Do you like cats? Uh Uh-uh. Do you like dogs? Uh-uh. Do you like the colour orange? Uh-uh. Do you like the colour yellow? Uh-uh. Do you like it when it snows? Uh-uh. <laughs> That's probably not a fair question. I'll ask that one again. Do you like what happens to your family when it snows? Uh, <laughs> no, okay, forget, we'll forget that one. I, I like flooding, but the whole day was stressful. So. <laughs> Do you like coffee? Uh-huh. Do you like tea? Uh-uh. Is chocolate good for you? Uh-huh. Do you like chocolate? Uh-huh. Is coffee good for you? Uh-huh. Do you like oranges? Uh-huh. Are oranges good for you? Uh-huh. Do you like drinking milk? Uh-uh. Do you like drinking cow's milk? Uh-uh. Is cow's milk good for you? Uh-uh. So I'm wondering if you can see what's happening there with Nani. Now, there was one question that I asked her about, do you like it when it snows? And I could tell that it was kind of... I went in my head. You went into your head because you've had some bad experiences with snow in the last few days, haven't you? I've had bad and good. So we've had a lot of snow days and sledding and playing is fun, but balancing having, you know, our family home more with things that had already been planned can be more challenging. So I definitely, I felt like I was lying if I said yes, even though parts of it were yes. So sometimes you have to ask more than one question or you have to kind of separate the questions if if people get confused. But it also meant that I went in my head. Yeah. And you know what? You can become a master at turning any question or situation into a yes, no question. Sometimes it takes you three or four yes, no questions to get to the answer that you want, but it is absolutely possible to turn anything into a yes, no question. I can tell you too, if you have kids that are younger, especially if you have like really young kids and they're just about ready to talk, this was my most profound experience with the sacral session is when a one or almost two-year-old is trying to talk and they're super frustrated and you ask them, what do you need or what do you want? And you think that they can figure it out or even 
do sign language and give you the answer, they're still like getting confused because they're in their head. And so if instead of asking like, what do you need? I could ask my kids, do you need something to drink? Do you need something to eat? Are you tired? Do you need a hug? Whatever, you know, you can ask them the basic things that you think that they might need. And then they're like, uh-huh. Like, that's it. Like, now I'm not as frustrated because I can communicate with you through this yes or no. And as adults, we can do the same thing. It's so cool. And Nani hit on something massive then when she said that when you ask a generator type an open-ended question, what's the matter with you? They have to go into their head for the answer and their head doesn't have the answers. But if you say to them, are you feeling down? Uh-huh. Is it something that I did? Uh-uh. Is it something at work? Uh-huh. Is somebody bothering you? Uh-huh. Is it your boss? Uh-uh. Is it the person that sits next to you? Uh-huh. Are they annoying you with the way that they eat their lunch? Uh-uh. <laughs> Can you see where I'm going with this? It might take a while to get there. And I'm being quite over-exaggerating. I'm over-exaggerating the question. But this is how we get to the truth of what is going on for a generator type. And it's, it's easy. Once you've been doing it for a while, it's so easy. And I have this little exercise that I do with my clients and I'll share it with you now if you're up for it. When we do a sacral session together, I know that because it's such a new concept, it's going to take a little bit of practice. So I ask my clients for the next three days to do a little exercise each day. So the first day I ask them to go to their fridge and open the fridge door and have a look at what's in the fridge and put their hands on each of the things in the fridge and say, is this good for me? Uh-huh, uh-uh. Is this good for me? Uh-huh, uh-uh. Do I like what's in this container? Uh-huh, uh-uh. And remember, if you're out of your head, you'll get a surprise perhaps with the answer. You can also ask, you know, is this past its best by date? Uh-huh. Will this make me sick if I eat it? Uh-huh. These are the sorts of questions that you can ask. Then the next day, go to the pantry and do the same thing with all of the things that are in the pantry. Is this good for me? Do I like it? Is it causing inflammation in my body? You can ask any question. And then on the third day, go to your wardrobe. And you know we talked about Marie Kondo last mm-hmm. week. And you can do the Marie Kondo thing with your yes, no generator response. Does this look good on me? Uh-huh. Does this spark joy in me? Uh-uh. Do I look good in this? Uh-huh. And go through your entire wardrobe and all of your drawers. Do your Marie Kondoing using your generator response. Sorry, projectors. Sorry, manifestors. Sorry, reflectors. I know that this doesn't make your life any easier. You have other ways of making decisions. But with the generator type, that is a great way to get you into the habit of using your sacral. Another exercise that you can try that I learned, it was actually from a projector who who taught it to me. So I think this is a really good tool for other types to know when they're asking their friends and family and partners, they can ask them the yes or no questions. But if you're trying to do this for yourself, like Raz is saying, you can say uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh to yourself. But you also, like we were talking about it being a frequency or a vibration in your body, you can also 
feel kind of just what it feels like to say yes. And so how you do this is you ask yourself three questions in a row that you know the answer is yes to and see how your body feels. Does it lift up and lighten up? And then ask yourself three questions that you know the answer is no to and just see how your body feels. Is it like dampening? Are you even maybe physically like slumping down a little bit or also bring up the vibration of uh uh-uh and uh uh-huh for you. So there are ways for you to learn how to do this for yourself. And eventually you might not even have to ask yourself the question. You'll just know that feeling in yourself and be able to, to make the decision from that. That's so true. So often is now for me, after having understood how this works for a while now, for me, I, I get the feeling. I don't even have to hear the sacral sounds sometimes. Sometimes I need the clarification of the sacral sounds. Sometimes I just need the sacral sounds. And other times it's almost like there's a magnet pulling me towards something or pushing me away from it. And that pulling towards is a positive response and the pushing away is a negative response. So, so once you get the hang of it, listen to your body and see how it's giving you the correct answers. And I really want you to understand that this as a tool for generator types can help you to answer the big questions really quickly like, am I on the right career path? Is this job right for me? Should I accept this job offer? Should I go to Hawaii for my vacation on this new online coaching program? Should I work with this life coach? There are so many questions. Every question can be answered with a sacral response. So it's really just a matter of you trusting that the answer that comes out of your mouth, especially when you first start out, is the correct answer for you. You can also use this for simple things like picking out essential oils. You can just look at your collection, even if it's only like, even if you only have one oil, you can say, is that the oil I want? Do I need this oil? Will it help me? Or even just smelling them, you can say yes or no. You are saying yes or no that you want to put that one on and that it's going to help you. And I know Roz has a few more essential oils that help with this process. Yeah. So what I really wanted to mention was Nani talked about the authorities before and for the sacral, there's really only two authorities. You're either a sacral authority or you're an emotional authority. You either make decisions in the moment or you need the clarity that time brings you. And we talked about that earlier in the podcast. If you're designed to make decisions in the moment, you have an undefined emotional solar plexus, a white emotional solar plexus. That means whatever response comes out of your mouth at that moment is correct for you. Uh Okay. Now in six months time, it might not be correct for you. You do need to continually ask these questions, but at that particular moment, should I buy a new car? Uh Uh-huh. That is the correct response. When you're emotionally defined, that is you have your emotional solar plexus colored in, usually brown, then you are designed to wait for clarity and the clarity comes with time and you need to get an aha all the way through your emotional wave. Like I said earlier, that could be an overnight wait or it could be it could be a three-month wait. That's rare, but it does happen. So there's a couple of oils that can help. And I think for the emotionally defined person, thyme oil is a great oil. 
time can help you with that time factor. It can help you to release trapped emotions. So often when we're emotionally defined, we have all of these trapped emotions buried deep inside of us. And time is a beautiful essential oil for helping to work these emotions out of you and bring them up so that then you can get into the flow. So if you're emotionally defined, you might find that time helps you with dealing with the time that you need to wait through to reach emotional clarity. And the other one for the undefined emotional solar plexus, and maybe Nani, you might want to take this one up, but there is another oil that I think is amazing. I think you agree, don't you? Yes, I think I think we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> marjoram is yeah. one that I would pick that helps let go. Yeah, it would help you let go so that you can get into your sacral and and let go of emotions. I guess they could be clouding your decision if you're in your head. <laughs> emotions that aren't yours. Yep. I've probably said it before. I sometimes use melaleuca and lemongrass for letting stuff go too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. I don't know what the correlation is here. Maybe it's something that we need to look at for down the track, but I think it's so interesting that all of the oils that have come up for us for this topic of the sacral response and, you know, even getting into the emotional authority, they're all green. So there's winter green, there's cypress and there's balance and they're all green oils. And then there's the herbaceous oils of cilantro and rosemary and thyme and marjoram. So there's something going on there, I think, with the green oils and, and being good for generators and turning on that sacral response and making sure that the decision that comes to you from using your sacral response is correct for you. So we really hope that what we did today helps you understand how easy it is to use yes or no questions to find clarity. If you're a projector in particular, you kind of know others. And so you kind of know the big picture of what's going on for someone. So if you know that they're a generator, asking them yes or no questions, you have like the keys to the kingdom to, to help people find clarity. And any of us can ask other people yes or no questions. Although I think projectors, manifestors, and reflectors prefer to be asked in a different way. And maybe that'll be a whole nother episode. Yeah, I can feel a whole other episode coming up, Nani. About authority, yes. Decision-making strategies for non-sacral types. Yes. So yeah, we just wanted to share as much as we could in the simplest way so that you could use this at home. If you want to get really deep into something we both do sacral sessions with people. I've done it from, you know, something really simple to helping someone kind of figure out their divorce. So it can go cover the gamut of topics. And yeah, I think that's it. We just thank you so much for listening. This is the end of our podcast for today. If you have any questions or are interested in learning more about human design, you can go to our websites at findyournaturalgroove.com for Roz or Be You with Nani for mine. And if you don't already have essential oils and are interested in getting some in your home, both Roz and I have doTERRA businesses and would love to help you out and help you get started. And we love to share this information with as many people as possible. So if you could give us a five-star rating on iTunes, that would be amazing. It really helps broaden our listenership. 
So thank you all for listening. Bye, Roz. Bye, Nani. Bye.